Listen, man. Three squad party right here. <laughs> yeah, man. It's it's light in here today for party Pretty nerds, light. man. That's yeah. what we do, man. Hey, listen, what, as long as there's enough of us, the party is going to happen regardless. That's yeah. just how we roll. Party nerds are in the house. Your boy Ed is here. Rolling with a three-person squad today. A lot of people couldn't make it. But there's a lot still to talk about, especially with Kevin Feige and Marvel and all the stuff that's going around with it. But before we start the show, of course, we got to shout out our two sponsors today, uh, LennyMud.com with all the custom mugs that you see here, mugs, coffee cups, whatever you can find. Of course, LennyMud.com is where you can find everything. Promo code Party Nerds for a special offer. And a new sponsor, all, Dev Nasties. Yeah. DevNasties.com, Art and Tees. Check out Devin Wade's artwork. And we got a promo code right there that you can use starting today, free shipping 19. We're talking about some creative people here, man. These people, man, design some of the dopest mugs man they got some crazy game of thrones mugs uh funny sayings on them and some of them are just just the sculptures on yeah. them. you know what i mean the way they're sculpted together is just fire every time i see this frankenstein mud i was i'm like yo i need this right now just because nah, it hard. has slot for cookies or a slot for any snack that you can put in there and then you just pour in your drink of choice and boom you're ready to go yo i'm a dumb motherfucker because i wouldn't have known that you put you're supposed to put cookies in there <laughs> i didn't know what the fuck you supposed to put in there dog shit it listen, just looked dope it just looks awesome i'm hey listen i'm ready to buy whatever i can so right. of course here behind the video chat right here is Jorge. What's up, guys? What's up? Man in the um, chat, just yep. all the comments that you want to talk about with Marvel that are going on, you can throw them right there. And, of course, Mr. Producer himself, Mr. Devin Weed. What's going on, y'all? He's chilling right over here. Yeah, so, I'm chilling, man. The biggest topic we got going on right now is Kevin Feige. So, as is reported, he has taken control of Marvel. So, a lot of his visions, he went from doing Marvel Cinematic Universe and specifically Marvel Studios to now heading a lot of the creative division of Marvel in terms of... TV shows, comic books, a lot of what Marvel's going into, especially going into the Disney Plus streaming service as well with a lot of his vision going into some of the TV shows that are going. But are we at a point right now where it might be too much? Um, to start with, of course, is it possible that his vision of the MCU could affect everything else that's going on with Marvel itself? And would that necessarily be a bad thing? It to me, I think it can be. Mm -hmm. Because think about it like this. The MCU has made Marvel, Disney, a lot of people a lot of money. Like so much money all over the place. Because the MCU houses, what, at least 10 of the top 25 grossing movies of all time. Bare minimum, 10 of the top 25. And Which is all... an insane stat. <laughs> and that's not even adjusting for inflation as well. If you think about like, you know, inflation and the money differences back from like 1940 or 1970 to now, which Star Wars would be a part of that as well. But the fact that the MCU can affect comic book stories, can affect video games, can affect the Disney Plus streaming service, that can be a problem. And I've already, as a gamer myself, as part of the Gamer Duffia crew, we're already seeing it with Marvel's Avengers. Um, just to name one specific example, Marvel's Avengers comes out next May for PS4 and Xbox One. You can already kind of see that, although they're trying to tell a different story, you can see the MCU influence on it. All the characters look MCU, the storyline mm. looks MCU, the graphics look very MCU-like, and I'm already kind of turned off by the game as well. Yes, they're trying to make up for it by adding Miss Marvel as a playable character, so it kind of deviates from the norm a little bit, but just the appeal of an MCU video game, even though it's not really going to be, I'm already turned off Yeah, from it. I don't like the idea of them changing the actual, like, uh, the look, the aesthetic of characters we know that characters in comic books are way more um 
pajama-y is the only word that I can think <laughs> of. It looks very costumey. It's something that wouldn't work in real life. Um, and in the MCU, what they do is they add things to the design. You know, the stitching is certain things, the material they might make certain things out of to make it look real worldish. What, like uh, leather? Like Wolverine? Yeah, yeah, All like, action yeah, movies? Yeah, like they do th- certain things. So then you'll, you did start to notice in the comic books, the artists, which added for, re- you know, it brings a reality to it. There'll be different folds that weren't there before in like Wolverine's pants to make it look more like, oh, those are believable pants. But honestly, I don't need that. They can give them the old school or maybe I'm just being an old man. You know what I mean? But they could for me, they can give them the old school tights, mm-hmm. kind of leave it like that and leave those designs. Don't give me the Wolverine with too much stitching in the helmet and don't give me all of that, you know, in a fighting game mm-hmm. or a video game. Let them be regular Wolverine, and I'm cool with that, bro. Yeah, I think, listen, now that it's now that Kevin Feige's taken over the entire Marvel, I think this is the first phase where mm-hmm. he's going to start cleaning house. Yeah. He's going to start uh, letting go of the underperforming, um, you know, sections, divisions, and creators. So this is what I think, man. This is... Don't hate me, but I think eventually he's going to shut down Marvel Comics and he's going to offsource the comics to other. No way. No. They don't make enough money. No They do, they do not make no, enough no, no, money. No, no, but no, that's they, how you ruin the spirit of Marvel Comics they won't in general. Do it. It's just by cleaning house. That's how you ruin the spirit of Marvel Comics. Everything starts with the comics, no matter what anybody thinks about it. Right. Comics is where it starts. Tell that to Disney. Trying, no, no, no. Hold on. So, so I'm, I'm going to tell you why they won't ever do that. They are never going to introduce a character in the MCU and that be their way of banking on something. You feel what I'm saying? They're never going to be like, oh, you're watching Avengers and this guy just comes out and his name is Storm Electricity Man. (laughs) And you're just like, oh, yeah, we're going to fuck with that dude. It has to be the thing where the seed is planted already in the comic book beforehand so the comic books are not going anywhere Mm -hmm. uh no way and i think that at this point if the comic books aren't making any money they serve almost as an advertisement non-stop advertisement when you're making billions at the box office you don't need to bitch about losing a couple dollars yeah in in comic books it's kind of like being extra greedy yeah these comic books um you know when you get those kids at a young age and it's the first thing that they'll actually read and Mm -hmm. things like that man they can't do that the comic books have way more stories to tell way more comic books are going to become uh bigger again when they introduce certain people when you first watch nova core or any of these people all of a sudden Mm -hmm. The value of the old comic books are going to go up, yep. and they're going to be making new books that people are going to fuck with real heavy. That may look leathery and more uh, realistic. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be MCU based, yeah, basically. I, I could I could see that happening. I could see. I that mean, happening. but think about it. Like free, like free comic book day is something that happens every May, and you have kids that younger kids. I usually go to the comic book shops and pick up a couple, and maybe I'll buy a couple of issues, like back issues of like. Marvel comics or video game comics. I know uh, my wife is into War of the Realms, which is a big like crossover comic book series that Marvel did. We picked up a couple of issues of that, and it was fun. It was interesting. But when we walked into that comic book shop, you just see all these kids who are scooping up these like you know teaser issues, saying like, "Hey, here's a teaser of some of the things that Marvel's coming out with DC or some any of the other um, big comic book companies." 
But also support your local comic shop and pick up a couple of other episodes. Build up your collection. Yeah, but because you never know where it's going to start. Why? Why do you think that's happening? They don't want the comic book shops going out of business, but even they if are. they're. But even when they're struggling, they're making things like free comic book day. Yep. Because it's um, maybe it's not the same for kids today. But I remember uh, it was a comic book shop called Tim D. And I used to get to go to that. And then there was one in the Reading Terminal. Yeah. Man, when I would walk in and it was wall to wall, aisle to aisle, <laughs> just comic books in, in these characters in bright colors. Yep. I loved being in there. Like, loved it. And a lot of these kids are getting that. Um, That's the closest thing that they get is walking into that world and, and being in a comic book museum. If they're mm-hmm. not at the one in Philadelphia that, that just went on. Exactly. But... but they're not trying to give up that experience because they do. I think they do know the value in it. And remember, if comic books are going to continue to be a collectible, trade-heavy thing, right? They need a home for it. Though that home yeah. will continue to be the comic book store. Comic book store is not going away anytime soon. It can't uh, because, look, we're still in a position where we are not phased out in terms of digital media, regardless of all the streaming services that exist, all the different ways you can watch cable TV and everything else like that. There's still that market and gaming as well as trying to do streaming services, but there's still that market for physical media. So and comic books lead the way in terms of like nerd culture, in terms of like the physical media, something that you can tangibly hold in your hands and be invested in every single time you pull out a comic book. From the sleeve, and you just start going through the pages. Yeah, the and you hear art. It, you hear the. You see the art. You hear. You it's feel a that part, crisp paper. It's a big it's amazing part of the actual culture, man. As an artist, um, you know how, what what we do when when we have a booth at Comic Con. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't even know me like worldwide as an artist. Right. But when they walk up and they see the artwork, they're just buying it all all weekend. Yep. All weekend. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're sitting there dry and people aren't purchasing. And that's from a guy like me who doesn't have any um history drawing the actual continuity yeah. of, of Marvel or DC comics. So imagine the value in the dudes that do. People want fucking um you know this didn't exist before. The uh blank covers. When yeah, people I see a lot know, of those people at purchase comic books and they want the blank covers and then people want weird stuff on their cover. Yeah. So they might get an X-Men comic book, but what they request from you is uh, you know Batman and Superman with X's on their belt, what, yeah, whatever. Just it's weird. Wi- shit. It's yeah. weird. It's weird. But that part is going to remain. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, they could get a drawing on a piece of paper. Yeah, there's a reason they want it attached to a comic book. That cardstock, like you feel, like like I was saying before, like that. Just that feeling of holding a comic book in your hand is, is bar none. Whether you're six years old, sixteen years old, or or me at thirty three right now. That feeling will never leave your mind. It's n- it's and- even easier on the human eye, to be mm-hmm. honest. You know, I know you can you know look at your phone and stare at that and look at iPads and stuff like that. But, man, it's it's dope to be in a good light lit setting, mm-hmm. open up a comic book and really look at yeah. the pages and see the artwork is different. I've... I draw every single day. Yeah. And I feel differently whenever one of my pieces get printed out. Because sometimes I draw for so long and nothing ever gets printed. It's all digital. Yeah. When it gets printed out, it's like, damn, 
looks better than yeah. it did in the computer. Because you see the canvases or even like the framed artwork. You're like, man, I love that. Like yeah. that looks really nice. So I don't think that's going anywhere. So well, I wouldn't worry about that with Feige. What do Feige. you think the fact that manga is destroying the Shadow Comics right now? In popularity wise, and don't you think Disney will head towards that? No, no. Okay, no. See, cause with the manga, is the manga going to generate a bunch of uh, money at the box office? Is it? No, mm, no. Fucking manga. And not, let me not in the United States specifically. I, I, yeah, I there really are don't animated. Think it, there are Japanese animated films that make a lot overseas, oh, yeah. like in the Asian market, specifically in Japan. Like, always uh, did. And there's always truth of that, like with the Studio Ghibli movies. There were a lot of other movies that came out recently. I think one was called Your Name. There was one called Silent Voice that made a ton of money overseas, but they didn't really, they had a niche audience here in the U.S. And manga is like, Marvel Comics, for the most part, has always uh, animated in, in in reality, in a sense. It's not the thing like where you punch a guy on the top of the head, his head and then his eyes jump above his like, oh! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't do that shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like fucking shit flashing from his mind. Yeah. Like that's there that's that genre. So that genre isn't gonna work well converting over to live action mm-hmm. because then it loses all the things that people like about it. That's as true. bad as people wanna see a rebooted uh you wanna see Vegeta in real life, you don't really. No. You don't. You don't. You're going to be pissed off. You're going to be disgusted when they make it. And that's like one of the most popular things yeah. Uh, yeah. over there exactly. is Dragon Ball Z. And motherfuckers don't even want that. <laughs> I'm going to go back to a point that um, Jorge was making because I actually – there's this break, kind of breaking news. We didn't really talk about this in the party nurse chat either. You were mentioning, oh, they might be clearing house with Kevin Feige taking over. Yes. Well, there's apparently somebody who's going to take that on himself. So – um, apparently leaving the company soon, according to Variety, is Jeff Loeb, the guy who runs Marvel TV, who's done Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that. He's actually planning on leaving. Fuck him. So that's going to leave a- <laughs> Fuck Why? him. Why, Why is that? Man, fuck Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., dog. Like, listen, man, I can't have no lackluster shit, you know what I'm saying, sitting around, man. That shit. Well, well, remember, Jeff Loeb, it's not just Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. that Jeff Loeb is behind. He's he's an executive producer on almost every Marvel TV program. Runaways on Hulu. Fuck. Legion. Oh, no, listen, listen. Hold on. I'm not. Legion. Okay, that's the, fire. The, the Netflix 4 with uh, Daredevil. And oh, yeah, all that yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. No, no, that's fire. So, well, except for that fucking Defenders well, was whack. Right. And definitely Iron Fist sucked. Right. But in terms of the core one, like especially especially Daredevil, like we know Fire. Daredevil was the hot, you know, the season two was trash. Yep, season three was good though. Season, season three, was three especially was the prison scene. But that season you know, we're gonna go one off and a tangent. three is fire. But the thing is, like, you can kind of already see everything right now, kind of transitioning into this vision that Kevy that uh, Feige wants to do. So you have people like Jeff Loeb that are now leaving the company because they feel that their talents, I guess, based off of what I'm reading, are just gonna. Go to waste if there's a specific vision. So maybe that's true, but what do people always say? You know that there's too many cooks in the kitchen, or yeah. there's too many chiefs, not enough Indians. You know, yep. no offense for anybody that like, <laughs> wants to get uh, you know, all personal about no, that shit. Not, or, no. Yeah, but I think that having a good quarterback, person with a dope vision, mm-hmm. if he hasn't fucked up yet, let him rock. Because trust me, if he stinks shit up, mm-hmm. 
They can always go back to just doing whatever. No one even gives a fuck that you know what what kind of stuff happens in the Marvel comic book mm-hmm. um world. They have all of these alternate universes yeah. and you know in, in in incursions, explosions, implode yeah. universes. <laughs> you if you don't read comics for a few years like I did, yeah, you go back and you're like, hold on. Who's this guy? Who's this Wolverine sun guy? Yeah. Oh, why is Wolverine's blades like heated? They turn orange now. You don't even <laughs> know. So most of the time, people, I think, are worried about something that isn't going to matter yeah. anyway. Um, the stuff that's going on in the comic books, I heard that the House of X um, yeah. comic book is super fire. Yeah, everybody talks about like the House of like Dawn of X is now the next part of this whole storytelling that they're doing in Marvel Comics. And there's just been nothing but great reviews. So going back to the comic book realm, when you have a series like Dawn of X that was spotlighted at New York Comic Con specifically, regardless of all the stuff they other stuff that they spotlighted, just the fact that you had a big spotlight on a comic series right. just spells out the need for these right. kinds of stories People to be told. People are talking about this shit. I have not read this book, but I keep hearing about that. Mm-hmm. Now, with other things that switch over, people are always going to have a complaint about a change. You know, whether mm-hmm. it was Spider Gwen's no longer called Spider Gwen or whatever. Yep. Uh, so what? There wasn't a Spider Gwen not too long ago. Yep. I mean, for me personally, as a forty-year-old man, almost, I'm like. Uh, yeah, well, there was no Gwen Stacy. So it's against Gwen. I mean, Gwen Stacy's fucking dead. Yeah, you know what I'm that, saying. In that's my, all we knew about it. In yeah. my upbringing, um, I'm not going to sit around and bitch about that kind of stuff. I'm not a person that's too worried about changes and any of that stuff in race and mm-hmm. I don't give a fuck. But people are um saying on Instagram that what if Kevin Feige gets so burnt out. It's yeah, possible. Yeah, because there's also the possibility that when you have a guy who's trying to now take over Marvel completely outside of just Marvel Studios, there's the possibility that oversaturation can happen or complacency where you're hearing the same story over and over and over no. again for the same character. No, because that's why I say um, a good quarterback. You know what I mean? But it might be more – that might not be the right term because a quarterback doesn't pick the team members that's that's playing for him. Right. So it might be more like the team owner. He's going to put people in place that he thinks can work within the same vision as him. So every decision isn't the guy. You know, every time you see a change in something, it's not like, oh, Kevin Feige's designing costumes. He's not. He's putting the dude that he thinks would design the best costumes. Yeah. So that I think it's going to be more of that, of him putting people in there that understand his vision and then can go on and do it. So the, the, the best way that I can explain this is like if we go into the studio to write a song for Usher. Yeah, we kind of know how Usher's songs are and how yeah. he likes them to be. So we go into a mindset of we're making an Usher song, and then we work off of that. Same way that these people are going to look at it, like okay, we're living in the Feige realm, yeah. and then create from there. He might not get burnt out because he's got a bunch of soldiers that's going to be working for him. So let me throw out this comment. Tell me what. Tell me if you think that this could possibly be a lot of what people are saying on Instagram or just overall in terms of like what Kevin's uh, control is going on. Uh, it's called just a random dude underscore seventy nine. I don't think him going full blown dictator, which is an interesting word to use, <laughs> is a good thing for the comics and the rest of the mediums. But I guess that's what happens when Marvel became corporate, aka 
financially secure perhaps, but less creative freedom for sure. Everything is more centralized. Like in terms of, so you have a guy like Kevin Feige where every, all the stories kind of like convolute to each other is kind of what he's referencing. Yeah. Is that possible now? I mean, uh, I mean uh, why not? Did people have a problem when comic books went from uh, mutants, you know, having a, a, a respectable amount of power, but not being like invincible? Before someone added Omega level mutants so that they could compete with the gods in DC, you know, when people talk about what character could beat what character. Yeah. And now yeah. you now when you look at a spread in let's say an X-Men book, you've got Magneto there, you've got Iceman there, and you have Storm there, and all three of them could snap their fingers and kill everyone. Yeah. Not to mention fucking Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. Maybe you do need somebody to put the reins in yeah. and say Let's make everything work together more instead of letting people all just run off with no rules and yeah. every book can do whatever, whatever the fuck want. it mm-hmm. wants. You know what I'm saying? I get what you're, you're saying. Even when you're dealing with, let's say, in DC or anywhere, Spider-Man, when they yeah. had different titles, this Spider-Man story got nothing to do with this Spider-Man. This is Web of. This is amazing. Yeah. Same character, but his adventures and what's happening to him is just random. Yeah. Nah, man. I think it might be time for some um for things to be linked together more. People got to give it a shot. And guess what? If it sucks, we'll tell you it sucks dick. <laughs> well, it doesn't run you like when Disney took over Lucasfilm. So, yeah. So ahead. how they started like saturating everything. Right. And that's why his fans that's are where, so angry. Well, that's kind of where we're at right now with, with Star Wars in a sense. Like when Disney took over Lucas Lucasfilms, um, Star Wars is kind of in that boat right now. Like the episode nine trailer dropped today. But you don't hear much, like, yes, it's trending and everything else, but you don't hear much, like, a lot about, like, oh, my God, I can't wait for episode nine. Like, Man, people, Star Wars like, people is were corny. For Forks, like, people were for Force uh, Awakens. Star Wars is corny. This trilogy was corny. No, this- Star Wars been corny since 1977. <laughs> we are fucking nerds. We like it yeah. because we're fucking nerds. Bro, I love Star Wars, but I can look at it and see... That's and shit's not cool. Yeah. Marvel is cool. Always was. Cyclops, he looked cool. Yeah. His haircut coming out the top looked cool. Fucking Gambit looked motherfucking cool. That shit is cool. Yeah. It, the, 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 the pieces that Marvel is dealing with, Marvel is cool. DC is closer to corny. To be honest. Oh. It, no. Right, I'm ready for this. No. I'm ready. Go ahead. I, when you think about what's actually happening, they got a dude in a bat suit yeah. with gadgets and all types of shit and could fight better than any ninja on earth yeah. against a dude with clown makeup on. You like really think about <laughs> what it looked like and everything, right? When you put it in its context. Yeah, yeah right. It, it, it just had more of that. And when they stand together as a team, they're not like uniformed like X-Men where everybody looked like kind of like, it looks like they go together. Like yeah. that shit's dope. Yeah. So all I'm saying is on a corny meter, Star Wars is higher up. That means the general public, uh, gen pop, fucking general public, they not going to understand this the way we nerds understand that that shit is dope. We know it's dope. So I think it's way more uh, space for error yeah. when you're dealing with 
uh, Star Wars, especially since Star Wars is trash without certain things. One being lightsabers. You get rid of lightsabers, Star Wars plummets 50%. <laughs> really? 50%, 50%, bro. People don't want to just watch people fly around in fucking planes and sh- uh, in, in space and shoot at each other. They want to see them clippers come off the hip, <laughs> sword come out. When you see Count Dooku, he got the crooked one. Yeah. That's what people want to fucking see, dog, sword fighting. That's how, I mean, think about all the stuff you see at Comic Cons with like little kids and like, or seem, even the cosplayers. Just, as soon as you got the clippers out there, people are like all over. Like, I need to take that. I need people to get that picture. People want lightsabers, and when they got to the point in the story, which isn't their fault that there is no Jedi. You yeah. know what I mean? Really? That's and the story that they're trying to tell right now. Like, what if the world had no Jedi's? Like, that's what they're trying to get at. Like, where does the balance come in and the conflict between like the like. Uh, and without Jedi, Jedi, without Jedi, the shit is kind of whack. So when you see Ray pull out that one, yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, oh, that shit is fire. Yeah, it's fire. What what part do you watch on screen where there's an active lightsaber out? That's corny. Never. As soon as it's out, some dope shit is happening. Yep. My motherfuckers were t- t- deflecting lasers with his. <laughs> it's like they're smacking. Look, regardless of how whack it was, the whole thing with um, uh, what do you call it, um, the killing of Snoke in Episode right. Eight, like as soon as the Clipper came through him and he just caught it in the air mm-hmm. and then he start going into a fight, that scene was dope. I will say that. Yeah. In terms of Episode Eight, that was the one scene where I like, okay, now some hype shit's about so to go down. So if they continue to deal with the Clippers, less blasters, more zone. <laughs> when I say Clippers, y'all know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about those lightsabers. That's one of the issues, but it's a way more limited world in Star Wars than it is in Marvel Comics. I mean, come on. Yeah, Ven- Venomous1994 says, if it's, there's no lightsabers, it's just Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. This is what I'm saying. I'm telling you that the lightsaber is what separated them from everything else, from Star Trek, from everything. Yeah. When people think of Star Wars on a higher level, I promise you if we went back in history and they minus the lightsaber, the whole shit would be different. It would be like whatever. Yeah. It's the lightsaber. Now, when you combine that with choking somebody from far away, it's like, oh, that's Yeah, once you dope. see force powers come into play. Yeah. But if it was just force powers... No lightsabers, mm. still going to be whack. They're going to be like, I don't give a fuck about that. The dope part is when they walked in the fucking dark and you see this dude look at his dad and they pulled them Jones out. <laughs> I said, oh, shit. I remember seeing that scene in Rogue One. Like, as soon, like, when, like basically, it's the end of Rogue One. Mm-hmm. The planet's blowing up and everything. And then you see all these people coming onto the ship and you just hear like a, and you see Darth Vader. I was like, hype. Right That there. shit was like Freddy Krueger. <laughs> walked on that ship and then he lifted the dude in the air and then sliced him and shit. Yep. So 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 guys, do not be afraid about you know the way Disney is mishandling in a sense uh Star Wars in comparison. Um I think that they're doing what they can with no clippers. I'll see what that happens with that. But I want to go into one more last comment before the in terms of like Kevin Feige specifically. And I'm this is a longer one. I'm actually kind of interested to hear your guys' thoughts on it. Uh Dickie Biggs wrote this on our Instagram page, um, Instagram.com slash the party nerds, of course. Uh he says, Was it really one man's vision though? 
Over the years, Feige has assembled a vast array of creatives and collaborators. I'm sure he'll continue to do so. As long as he keeps bringing the right people to his table, I'll be along for the ride and listen to the stories he's trying to tell. That being said, I don't see Feige or his studio ever producing something like a Nolan's Batman or a Phillips Joker. And that's a bit of a shame. I'd love to see Marvel characters dealing with some more adult themes. For instance, if Black, pa- if Black Panther could have been R-rated and split in two, the complexity of Wakanda's Civil War would have had the space to be better explored. But Feige wouldn't make those kinds of movies. The amusement park he's built for his audience typically makes much more money than the cinema. I like both. I'm just saying. Listen, y'all not ready for no rated R Black Panther. Because a rated R Black Panther going to talk about the real shit. Yeah. Y'all not yes, ready to hear the word nigger in no n- no Marvel no, movie. No, we're not. No. I, I, I'm, he, I'm keeping it 100 with y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't want that. You know, they touched on it perfectly in that movie mm-hmm. and still made it acceptable for everybody. Or you would have heard Killmonger on some other shit. Yeah. I think they <laughs> took him far enough Yep, right there. People don't know what they're asking for when they want to see a darker, deeper side of something. Mm-hmm. I think that the amusement park or whatever you want to call it <laughs> is, a, is a safer bet. Yeah. Um, it's sponsor friendly, too. Like, it's, like, when you think of Kevin Feige, one of the things that he brings in when he's in control of Marvel is sponsorships. Right. Like and the, I'm more... And the toys and all Yeah, that. listen, I could use my imagination to see the more goriness and all of that. Or you I can want use, shit or, my kids go uh, watch. Or that's what the comics are for. Right, the comics, <laughs> graphic novels going nowhere, yeah. like we said. And, you know, I want something I could take my son to. Uh, I want kids to grow up on the comics so that there's nerds of the future not stuff that we can't show them until they turn a certain age yeah you know that you spent a fucking 500 million dollars on a budget like yeah. come on man so look there's so much we could talk about we'll get to a lot of kevin feige of course later on but we're gonna wrap up here with the party nerds itself keep giving us your thoughts on our instagram page instagram.com slash the party nerds what do you guys think uh, Kevin Feige has for Marvel coming up soon. Give us your predictions. Let us know what they're going to do. But, of course, for everybody here in the studio, we're going to sign out for Jorge, for Devin Wade, for Lenny Mud, for Dev Nasties, your boy Ed, and the Party Nerds. We out, baby! Ow, ow, ow. Party Nerds Party Nerds Party Nerds Cardinals, 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 Cardin